Uh, hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Phase One Broadcast. This is where we talk about amateur betting, and we also talk about sports on stereo. I'm here with my man, Kaysan. Kaysan, say what's up, man. All right, well, let's get it started. So today we will be discussing uh, Week 16 recaps of, of the NFL. Um, you know, usually before we usually start our recaps, we talk about how um, we just give a summary on how the week is. So I felt like for week 16, week 16 was a lot of surprises and a, like a lot of shockers. I feel like teams that were expected to win did not win. Te- like teams that were expected to make the playoffs finally just had their last chance. So um, starting off with... Uh, Friday, well, Christmas actually, we had this. We had the Saints versus the Vikings. Um, this game was well; it seemed pretty close until the end. Um, Alvin Kamara, the uh, Saints running back, he had over six touchdowns, and he only ran for 155 yards. So that just says a lot about how dynamic he can be, and how and, how, and what type of great of a running back he actually is. And with Drew Brees, I feel like, you know, Drew Brees is finally starting to get back in rhythm. But he did throw two interceptions and zero touchdowns. So, um, you know, look look out for that, especially going into the postseason. Let's see if he can, you know, he's proven that he can get it through the air. But let's see if he can help his team get through the touchdowns. Okay, uh, son. Uh, do you have an opinion on this? Yeah, I heard you talking about, you know, the Friday games. I don't know what Friday game you're exactly on right now. Uh, we're talking about the, Vi- the Vikings versus the Saints on Christmas. We're talking about the Vikings versus the Saints on Christmas. Oh, yeah. I heard Kamara had six touchdowns. I think that almost broke the NFL record. I think he needed one more to get seven. But they took him out the game. Um, I mean, that game, the Vikings really didn't have nothing to play for in that game. It was more so just the Saints trying to battle for the one or two seed at this point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're pretty much going to lock up the two seed because I think Aaron Rodgers is going to lock up that number one seed on Sunday night against uh, Chicago. So, overall, it was a good game for Drew Brees, man. He needed that bounce back game. So he did his thing and got that game winner. <clears throat> yeah, I, I feel like I mean, even though he did have like he did have a bounce, that was kind of a bounce back game for him. I, I kind of feel like you know, still, um, three hundred and eleven yards is good, but two interceptions just shows that okay, he he's kind of back, but he's not back all the way because you usually would ex- like you know, coming from Drew Brees, you would expect you expect him, you know, to to get touchdowns on the board. But then again, you you leave it to Alvin Kamara to uh, to hold his place. So next, we have my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And um, if anybody was, was watching this game who betted on this game, I'm pretty sure if you didn't win any money, then that is that is a lie. Because um, I feel – I think uh, 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, they covered on all cylinders. I think every receiver, every key receiver went over on yards and scored a touchdown that game. And they also covered the spread. So um, if you guys if you guys didn't do a same game parlay on this Saturday game with the um, Lions versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers, then you guys really missed out. So um, I kind of feel like during this game, you know, this is the um, – I said this before, but I said that um, when it comes to us making a push to the playoffs, we need to come out hot. And I feel like this was the game that we need to come out hot and just prove to everybody that, like, listen, like, we're coming in the playoffs and we're serious. And, uh, you know, I feel like Tom Brady's starting to finally heat up, you know, and he only missed, I think, uh, let me see, I think five incompletions. So he was, I think, 22 for 27, 348 yards and four touchdowns. So I did, that just that just shows how, like, how focused – Tom Brady is uh, one to walk into the playoffs, especially with Mike Evans with 10, 10 catches and almost he was close to uh, 200 yards. He had 181 and two touchdowns. And then we had um, Keyshawn, we had uh, Keyshawn to carry the carry the load for us for 15 carries and 62 yards. So that just and and that's without and this is all without Ronald Jones. You know, even uh, even Antonio Brown scores. So I just feel like right now, as long as we keep kicking on all cylinders, we'll definitely see us go to eleven and five next week and roll into the playoffs. Uh, Kason, what you gotta say about this? Yeah, and that's the same thing I said. As far as I, I kept saying, the Tampa Bay is able to get those weapons going. They're going to be a dangerous team. And of course, it was against the pathetic Lions, so it's not really saying much. But if you put up forty-five. On anybody, that's still something you got to pay close, close to attention to. I think their challenge is going to have to be the Green Bay or or Seattle. I feel like those teams are also coming on, coming together now, especially Seattle putting together that defense, you know, late. So I think you know, Tampa Bay can do their thing. It's just more so can can this be consistent and can it be consistent coaching from Bruce Arians? Because I don't really think it's Tom Brady. That's the problem. I I really think it's the coaching. Uh, can Brian Leftwich call up some plays in a key situation to make execute so Tom Brady can execute down the stretch? Other than that, I mean, I like the roster. Uh, Ronald Jones should be back in a couple of weeks. I think they rushed a bunch of people towards the end. Um, I don't know who they play. Who they play week seventeen? Uh, who, uh, Chicago? No, I think Chicago played <coughs> Green Bay. Um, but either I either way, they might be resting because they're not they're not playing for anything. I think they they already locked up a playoff spot, right? Yeah, we already locked up a playoff spot. Um, I don't know if we're going to rest because I, I I feel like um I don't know when I, I feel like when it comes to football, I I, kinda, I feel like when it comes to football, uh, record sometimes a record can mean something important to like players. Like for example, if you want to come in. Like you rather go into the playoffs eleven and five or ten and six? Like you know what I mean? Like eleven and five sounds better. It sounds like all right, this team is is going to be more of a threat. And my apologies, um, we actually play Atlanta. I I, I don't know why I said Chicago, but uh, we actually play Atlanta. I mean Atlanta, it, it, but around this time, you know, teams are playing spoiler. But I, you know, unless you're jockeying for seating position, I mean, I don't really see the point of still trying to start Tom Brady because then if he gets hurt. I don't even know who the backup quarterback is for Tampa Bay. So there's no point of putting in a quarterback if you already locked yourself in the playoffs. I mean, of course, unless you want a better matchup. But 
I mean, at this point, I really just see, like, you know, them just resting. I understand that, like, if you're one of these teams in the NFC East or Arizona, you know, you got to play your starters. But even a team like Baltimore that's been in, like, playoff mode since, I think, week 14, teams like that. But, I mean, we, we should see. I, I think they should rest them where, I, I mean, if it's a comfortable lead at halftime, I wouldn't put Tom Brady in those starters back in. I would just let him uh, – let him rest. The only person I would play is probably Antonio Brown because he needs the reps because he came so late in the season. Yeah, or baby, you just need him to cover. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, <clears throat> before moving on, uh, we got two requests, so let's listen in. I think Tampa Bay going to get – um. they going to lose in the first round. They gonna, I think they, gotta, they gonna have a wild card. They're going to get shut out in the first round. Yeah, Tom Brady and, and, and Buccaneers, they looked great against my Lions. You know, I'm from Detroit. I'm a Lions fan. They ain't, like you said, they ain't saying much. You beat the sorry-ass Lions with a backup quarterback. All their coaches was gone. So, okay, big deal. Y'all beat the Lions like that. So what? I still, I, you know, they're not going to do anything in the playoffs. And they don't. And they need to play Antonio Brown more. He, well, how many reps he get? He don't hardly get no reps. Why they even sign my man? Let my man lose. Let him go. I know you got Mike Evans, but damn. Let's go. Now, before we move on to the next question, Kaysan, <laughs> you do know I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. And for everybody, again, everybody, you know, saying my family, there is my bloodline is actually on that Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, Chris Godwin, who actually had a spectacular catch last week. And um, number, number two, uh, Antonio Brown gets at least eight, like six to eight receptions a game. So he, they do throw him the ball. Um, you gotta you gotta look up your stats. I mean, they actually do throw him the ball, and he usually averages at least sixty, seventy yards a game. And um, I mean, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not finished yet. And th- those was one of the games that just proved how dynamic we were. Like people can say the same thing against Buffalo when they crushed the Broncos. Everybody was saying, "Yo, this Buffalo Bills team is for real against the Broncos." So, like, you know what I mean? And I don't think we're going to lose the first round of the playoffs. So I, I just, who, I, I, listen. I'm sorry, Mr. Detroit, but you're you're wrong, man. Like, listen, just listen. There's a couch over there. They have every year for people who didn't make the playoffs. It's comfy. I'm pretty sure you've been there before. So just go right over there on that couch and take a seat. <laughs> oh man. I mean, unless you're talking about. As far as the betting standpoint, because this is also a betting show for those of you who are new and tuning in. Um, I mean, he doesn't score a lot of touchdowns. I mean, he's been in the end zone the last two times. Antonio Brown, what is, I didn't like the signing myself, but I didn't like it off the standpoint that because they already had a lot of uh, weapons already. They had, you know, your cousin, and then they got uh, Mike Evans. So I didn't really feel the need for Antonio Brown. I thought he would be better. In Seattle, where you know he can be the second option to DJ Metcalf, but they have Tyler Lockett. I mean, I just feel, I just didn't feel the need for Tampa Bay to sign him, but he does have that chemistry of being with Tom Brady for that one game against Miami Dolphins last year. And he did put up some godly numbers, but I gotta agree with Tom on this. I, I don't see Tampa Bay losing in the first round because they're probably going to end up playing one of these NFC East teams, whether it be Washington, the Giants, or the Cowboys, and I just don't think they're going to have enough firepower to, to stop them. I know for the Giants, if they, the Giants do make it, their offense is horrible. 
they can play a little D. Washington doesn't have a quarterback at the moment because Dwayne Haskins is gone and Alex Smith is hurt. And then they go into some guy named Heineken. So I can't trust a guy that, that's named after a bear. And then Dallas, I mean, Dallas would be probably be the only team that I, I can say would have a shot to beat Tampa Bay because they have the most powerful offense with CeeDee Lamb, Gallup, uh, what's his name, Cooper. And then if uh, Ezekiel Elliott can start running the ball. But other than that, like Tom says, you know, we haven't been in the playoffs for a while, so get comfortable in that chair. I might be joining you though, but I hope <laughs> I hope I don't. I'm a resident. I'm a resident uh, Giants fan. I really hope I can sniff the playoffs, but I might be joining you on that couch as well. All right, guys. So before we move on, let's listen to these uh, two. Let's listen to these two requests. NK, we trust and God when talking a little NFL Week 16 recap, part of the Sports on Stereo family, Phase 1. Big shout out to Mr. Detroit being in the building. He wants to be part of this family. He's joining these talks. Thank you so much, Mr. Detroit. Um, have a good show, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Dan is the Obi-Wan Kenobi of Sports on Stereo. He is the man behind the scenes, you know, trying, trying to get us all out there. So, uh, Dan, we appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? I'll call you Dan Obi-Wan. That's what I'm gonna call you now. You know what I'm saying, Mr. Big Trust. I appreciate, I appreciate you, but you know your Cowboys going down this week, so you know you're talking. You was talking on your show last night, so I'm gonna talk on my show. My Giants will mm. show up. That defense will show up and make enough plays. Your defense is, is trash. So I just listen. Think. We'll, if we will get to the Cowboys <laughs> later on. Let's just let's finish this last request and let's start moving down the games. NK, get on Godwin because you know those Tampa Bay Bucks are either playing the Cowboys or the Giants first round, so it doesn't matter. Those Bucks are going down to either of our teams, and of course it's going to be the Cowboys. NK, get on them for this. Oh man, <laughs> NFC oh, love, man. I love it. NFC, NFC East love, man, I love it. All right, let's, all right, let's get on to this last request. What up, Dan? Thanks for the shout out, bro. Proud to be part of the family. Peace. All right, thank you, Mr. Detroit. Welcome to the family, man. It's always love to have new people, you know what I'm saying? Shout out again to Mr. Dan, you know what I'm saying? Dan, Obi-Wan, that's what I'm calling you now. Mr. Obi-Wan Kenobi, the wise one. So, uh, moving on, um, we have the next game uh, for, uh, I think, Saturday. Yeah, for the next Saturday game is the San Francisco 49ers who end up pulling a, a stun. A center on the uh, Arizona Cardinals. I know me personally. I don't know about a lot of you guys. I had uh, Arizona on Monday line winning, and I woke up in shock. Um, shout out to I think he is the third string quarterback, CJ. I don't even know how to say his name. Beat hard. Uh, if, if I'm saying Bethard, it right, Bethard. Thank you, CJ Bethard. Yeah, CJ Bethard. You know what I'm saying he threw three touchdowns. Uh, and then uh, I think the running back, Jeff Wilson, I think he ran for 183 yards. And then the, the I feel like what really impacted that 49ers win was getting their uh, star tight end back, George Kittle. He had four catches for 92 yards. So that really helped him. Uh, I feel like that was like a really key piece. And then moving uh, down the field and stuff like that and getting on the board. And I just, you know, I, in games like this, you kind of feel bad. For Kyle Murray, you know what I'm saying, with the emerging of DeAndre Hopkins and that and don't don't get me wrong, that Arizona Cardinals offense um is really good. You know what I'm saying? I, I kind of feel like this Cardinals offense is kind of like how the Seattle Seahawks were before they were like the the Super Bowl next year. You know what I'm saying? Like 
they were pretty good. They they it was like it was their first time really making some noise. But I, I really feel like if they don't make the playoffs this year, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. The Cardinals is going to be the number one offense next year. I, matter of fact, I put it like this: next year the Cardinals are going to be the 2015 Carolina Panthers. I, I promise you. I promise you. Kyle Murray's Kyle Murray's going to win the MVP next year. I got to disagree as far as them being the number one offense. We can't forget about Mr. Patrick Mahomes down in Kansas City, unless something tragic were to happen, like. I don't see them being the number one offense. I can see them being the number two offense, um, but they do, they do need a second receiver. Uh, Fitzgerald is getting older, getting up there in age. I don't know if he, how long he can play that position, but they definitely got to get a number two. Christian Kurt looked like he can fill that role of being that number two receiver, but he does have a lot of drops from time to time, which kills me, especially on the fantasy side. But um, Arizona definitely did disappoint me in this game. I picked Arizona. Um, I know they had the sports on stereo, uh, you know, pick them. And I definitely picked Arizona. They disappointed me. I definitely did not see the 49ers winning this game. And they did. I didn't even know Kittle was coming back. So that was my bad for not even doing the research on that. Um, Bethard hadn't started the game since 2016. So I looked at it from the perspective of, uh, you know, he's a little rusty. And I, they signed Josh Rosen, too, off the practice squad, off the table base, uh, Practice squad, so I thought if anything, they would probably look at Rosen to see what he got, but it was no need for that. Um, they came on, did their thing, and, sh- and shocked them. Now Arizona is looking in like, uh, they got to win a couple games and hope for a little bit of chaos to get into the playoffs. I would love to see Arizona in the playoffs, I just don't know if they're going to have an- enough chaos towards the end of the season to make that happen, but. Mm-hmm. You know, they could definitely be a playoff team next year, but that NFC West is crazy. I remember the Rams are there, the Seahawks are there, the 49ers are there. That's a crazy division. That's like the – you remember the NFC of, NFC East of old when all the teams used to be competitive? That's kind yeah, of – back in the, the, like the 90s. Uh, the 90s yeah, 70s, that's how the NFC West – yeah, that's, that's the feel I got for that division now. It's going to be a tough division. They're going to beat up on each other. But I don't know if they – I don't know because – doesn't look like LA is gonna go anywhere for a while. Jared Goff is a problem there. Um, Russell Wilson, as long as they can fix up the offensive line, they'll be great. And then the 49ers, you know, they're gonna get their weapons back. They might have a new quarterback next year, but they do have weapons there. And you never know; they could try to go out and get Odell because Odell will be a free agent. I think this year, or maybe request a trade, but you never know. Uh, I I have a pretty good opinion on the Browns, <clears throat> but when we'll get when we get to the Browns, I'll speak on that. So next we have the Miami Dolphins versus the Raiders, which was actually a very good fourth quarter. Uh, if any guy, guys are gonna watch it, you know, with Nelson Aguilar, I think he had like a, uh, I think eighty something yard touchdown, and then the running back Miles uh, Gaston, he had, he had a, a a long run, and then the uh, Fitz Magic pulled the miracle. He threw a uh, he threw up, I think a, a forty one yard pass, I think to. Uh, I think Matt uh, Hollins, if I said it correctly, um, by getting his face mask pulled and then the game-winning drive. It was basically a miracle, you know what I mean? But then again, it just shows, like, how tough. It shows it shows that – it shows this. The, the Dolphins are what the Raiders were supposed to be this year. If you guys didn't – they were supposed to be for real, and – 
Um, I feel like the Dolphins are kind of proving that they can be for real. You know what I'm saying? I I, I feel like the quarterback situation – you know, the crazy thing is I, I kind of feel like there's really not a quarterback situation going on in Miami because, like, I, I feel like both quarterbacks have played well. They both have a wins under their belts. And if you really – if you guys really look at it behind the scenes, you um you can see that uh, Tua – uh, he really enjoys the presence of uh, Fitzpatrick and stuff like that. And um, one thing I noticed is that you can see a new a leader into it because usually when he gets pulled, you don't see him frustrated standing on the sideline. He's cheering him on, and he's also pick, uh, picking uh, information from Fitz's uh, like Fitz's brain and stuff like that. So I feel like that is a good um, backup starting type duo right there. And I and I feel like if he if Fitz does stick around, and if he decides to retire after this year or move on, I feel like he should stay in Miami and be a quarterback coach for Tua because of that chemistry, you know what I mean? Because Tua, he, you know what I'm saying, he's still young, but he he shows a lot. He shows a lot of promise. <clears throat> he kind of reminds me of, like, a young Russell Wilson, you know like, you know what I mean, when he played at Wisconsin, you know what I mean? So um, congratulations to the Miami Dolphins. Hell of a win. Uh, they're, they are now – 10, uh, 10 and 5 on a year, and I, I think with a win um, for week 17, uh, they lock up a playoff spot. Okay. Yeah, with, in the quarterback situation in Miami, I mean, I was, I was always told if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Because if you keep switching them out and getting, getting rotation, it's, it's going to eventually stop working eventually. I mean, so far, so good. Two is a humble kid, so I don't think it's really going to be a problem as far as Miami, but it would definitely be a problem in the playoffs because eventually you're going to have to let them learn. The one thing I like about the NFL is uh, it's one of those leagues where you can learn on the fly. Like, you can come in, be a quarterback, go 2-10 and 10 one year, and then possibly go to the Super Bowl the next year. Like, in the case of Russell Wilson, I don't know if he went 2-10, and 10, but I know he didn't play well. He played well his rookie year, but the team didn't play well, and the next year they found themselves in the Super Bowl. So with that being said, I mean Miami is definitely doing their thing. They definitely was supposed to be what the Raiders are, or not. But I never believed in the Raiders anyway. So um, <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> I just think you know Miami could definitely make some noise though. But this is the crazy part about the NFC East: is a, 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 a eleven and five team would definitely miss the playoffs, which is mind boggling to me. Because looking at the NFC East, whoo, eleven and five team not making the playoffs. That's usually unheard of. So it's either, I think it's Miami, the Colts, and your Browns. But I don't, I don't know, man. Like I would love to see Miami, but Miami got time. Like they're a young team, so they got time. I kind of want to see Philip Rivers go for for one last final hurrah and try to see if he can get to the Super Bowl. But I, like you said, if Miami wins. It's just one of them situations where it makes Week Seventeen beautiful to watch because every game is important. But overall, my, this Miami game was, was good. They got it. Um, Fitz Magic did his thing. They had that crazy throw with, you know, he couldn't even see. I heard looking like this is Patrick Mahomes. But it's crazy because I seen something on Facebook and it was like if Mahomes would have made this play, a sports center would have been Dicky and <laughs> putting this. You would have been seeing it on ESPN <laughs> at least 100 times. But <laughs> um, Fitzpatrick did it and you only saw it a couple of times. But. I mean, Miami's for real, man. That defense is legit. They could definitely shock a couple teams. I would definitely want to see them out because, I would, like I said, I want to see Indianapolis or maybe even Cleveland, who hasn't been in the postseason since 93, um, to give a shot. Yeah, I, I would definitely – I would like to see that. So, 
Um, looking forward to week 17. So moving on to the so moving on, guys, to the Sunday games. The first game we have is the Atlanta Falcons versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so in this one, I was very heartbroken because um, the I think he was like the leading scorer. I don't really know his first name, but I think his last name is Co. Um, he missed the he missed the late field goal to uh, move the game into overtime. And you know, I had I had Pat Mahomes over three touchdowns. And I felt like, you know, if he would have won the overtime, he probably would have covered. But, you know, I, I kind of feel like you know, this is a team that I, I feel like the Chiefs, what they need to do is either they need to rest their players so they can get their mind right. Because I feel like this is a team that's kind of starting to crack. <clears throat> you know how I feel like, they're, um, yeah, they're good. But I feel like. It's um it's going to come bite him back in the in the butt. Uh, I feel like uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's a great player, but I feel like hopefully if he takes the if he takes his break, you know, sits down with Andy. If Andy can just talk to him, just tell him like, listen, like, okay, you won the Super Bowl last year, but this year don't get cocky. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes people can get cocky, and you step into the playoffs and they figure you out and they shut you down. A prime example. Last year, those Baltimore Ravens, they came in cocky. They came in ready. You know what I'm saying? But they, I felt like they came in feeling like they can do whatever they want, and they end up doing too much, and the Tennessee Titans literally ran them out of the playoffs. So I, I kind of feel like, you know, uh, if they rest their players just, just to help them get their mind right, you know what I mean? Because um, you never – you never know. Playoffs, like you never know. They could come in the number one seed and leave out the first their first game divisional. So I mean, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, as far as Kansas City, Kansas City kind of reminds me of the 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 Warriors of old when they had Steph Clay and them and, and KD. They just they're just bored of the regular season. You know, teams get like that sometimes. You know, I think they're what, fifteen and one, fourteen and one. Uh, fifteen and one, but you know they're just bored with the regular season. Like it's like, yo, let give us a challenge in the postseason. So I don't think there's anything in Patrick Mahomes. I mean, should Atlanta won that game for sure? They should have definitely won. Uh, Kush shouldn't have missed that kick. Um, the corner should have definitely had that interception that he did not. So I mean, that's on the Falcons' fault. But we know who the Falcons are. The Falcons are teams that they just can't win close games for whatever reason. So that's just a team that you're going to have to blow up and restart. Um, I don't know if anybody's listening that's from the down south or the Atlanta area, but you definitely got to rebuild that team. Um, I'm I'm interested in anybody who thinks where Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan should go and Julio should go. Um, but Kansas City will be fine. Trust me, they'll be fine. They're just they're just bored. They're, they're going to be resting their starters next week. So anybody betting Kansas City, I don't know who they play, but I would definitely go the opposite team because – they're okay going into the playoffs at fourteen and two. Well, there you guys have it for the first game of Sunday. <clears throat> um, the next game of Sunday is a very disappointing one for definitely for me. We have the Browns versus New York Jets, where the Browns come up short. Uh, you know, they kind of uh, so basically the Browns' playoff chances kind of are almost up in smoke unless they can win Week Seventeen against the uh, Steelers' backup, but um. For 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 people who are saying like I can't believe the Browns messed this up this and that you guys gotta remember all four of the Browns starting receivers uh did not play this game 
So they were nothing but just, they were nothing but third string, second string, third string tight ends and and receivers. Uh, just, you know, just trying to help out Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield still threw for two hundred and eighty-five yards, but he didn't throw a touchdown. Um, the touchdowns came off, you know, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. But you know, once you once once they figure out who their key players is in the game, it's kind of hard to move the ball down the field. So great job, you know. I would say, you know, great job, you know, to the Jets, you know, taking advantage of that, you know, um, Jameson Crowder, you know, seven catches, 92 yards, one touchdown, Frank Gore for 48 yards, you know what I'm saying, the uh, the man who never uh, gets old, you know what I mean? So um, I feel like the Browns kind of let me down because I definitely thought they were going to win the AFC North. They almost did, you know, but, uh, you know, shout out to the Steelers pulling through. But um, I do – I – if – if the Browns can get their all, all the receivers back for the uh, week seventeen, the Browns are going in the playoffs, and I feel like the I, I feel like the Browns are going to make a deep run. Okay, uh, sorry. First of all, first of all, where's my food, man? Like, where's my food? Oh my god, where, 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 where's my food at? Yeah. Yo, for anybody who don't know, me and Tom had a side bet on who was going to win the AFC North. Tom swore up and down that the the AFC North, uh, AFC North, yeah, that was going. They going to win the division, and they did not because the Pittsburgh Steelers. I told you, once you start out eleven and zero, it's kind of hard to. I mean, to stumble. I mean, even if you lose the remaining of your games, you're still going to have an opportunity. I mean, as far as Cleveland, what a time to get to get contracted with the COVID situation. You know, toward the like play the end of the season playoff run. So it'd be crazy, Cleveland. Was hype and they would had a chance of possibly missing the playoffs. I mean, that would be crazy. I think Cleveland would go crazy. Kind of reminds me of like when LeBron always leaves Cleveland to go to another team, and how the fan base gets upset. I mean, I, like I said, don't get me wrong. I love Baker, and you know I would love to see Cleveland go into the postseason. But it would be crazy for a team to go eleven and five and possibly possibly miss out on the playoffs. But you got to take care of business against the Jets. We're talking about the New York Football Jets here. So that's my problem right there. You got to beat the Jets, especially with practice. <laughs> pra- practice, practice, whatever. Like you can have college receivers, practice squad receivers. You got to be, you got to be able to take care of the Jets. Um, you know, Sam Darnold. Shout out to him, man. He he's looking like he's going to keep his job out there in New York because obviously on the other side of the football, the Jets. Man, how stupid can you be? You have an opportunity to get Trevor Lawrence, and you decide you want to win two football games toward the end of the season. Man, the Jets are the Jets are bad than our like that organization is really bad. I don't get me wrong, I'm a competitor and I like to win. But if I know I have an opportunity as a franchise to get somebody that could possibly change my franchise in Trevor Lawrence, I'm gonna lose those last two games. I'm I'm putting in my backup quarterback. Shit, I'm I might call somebody off the street to play quarterback. I'm not gonna give my myself a chance to win because now Jacksonville is in a predicament where they have a lot of cap space because I was looking – I think they're going to have the number one cap space this offseason to make noises. So, imagine Trevor Lawrence with Allen Robinson, if they can go back and get him and throw some money at him or any of these receivers they can go get. And then, of course, you know, um, they have the money to make to, to fix the offensive line, to make some defensive plays. So, Jacksonville could be in a position where they could compete for a playoff spot next year. As far as the New York Jets, man, they surprise me every day with some stupid stuff. I can't believe, like, they still let this team in my city. They need to go to New Jersey or maybe South Dakota. Man, you got send them to the West. 
you gotta look at this. I I did say um a while ago, um when the Jets first won when the Jets first uh was competing against the Raiders, even though they lost, I did say um I kinda felt like they didn't care about um having having that number one pick. I feel like they was they're they're gonna start playing with a lot of pride and here they are now now for them to not for, for them to not like to them to for them to not lose that that kind of probably shows a sign of they just I mean they literally they just might sign Sam Darnold, you know what I'm saying, give him one more shot and see what this last year uh, see what this this last year does. I kind of feel like that's what it is, and they're probably gonna go for probably like a a receiver that's gonna you know help him out and make some noise, or probably old lineman or probably a running back you know to replace Frank Gore, you know, and um. Hopefully, you know, usually, you know, I'll probably, that's probably what they're going to do, pick up a running back, you know what I'm saying, that's probably going to help them make some noise, and then go pick up some uh, some good receivers that's on the market to help them uh, probably get to, you know, even like 10 and 6 records. So, I mean, we're, we're going to see when, when draft uh, comes around. But uh, nah, I, I don't see the Jets going 10 and 6 ever. Not in that division where, where Miami's on the rise and Buffalo's on the rise and then – the Patriots, if they get a quarterback and they and their and their people come back, just remember, man. You, but you gotta remember, you gotta remember. You saying it like that, but you gotta remember when the Jets were good, when they when Tom Brady was on those Patriots. Like you gotta remember, you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying, you gotta remember when Matt Sanchez. You know he had you know Jericho Cotri. You you had uh, San Antonio Holmes. You had you had some sturdy receivers. And a pretty decent quarterback. I kind of feel like that's what Sam Sam Donald reminds me of a of a Matt Sanchez, like a young Matt Sanchez that was winning, a winning Matt Sanchez. So look out if if they keep if they keep uh, Jameis Crowder and they break in like two you know two receivers that are some ballers. You know what I'm saying that's looking for a chance to to make some noise. Look out! Look out for those Jets. But um, moving on. Uh, we have the Indianapolis Colts versus the Pittsburgh Steelers, where the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, they came, they rallied late and uh, to help become the uh, AFC North champions. Uh, uh, anyway, but um, you know, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, he uh, he was thirty-four for forty-nine, three hundred forty-two yards, three touchdowns, and I, I really, I remember we had this talk about. How I, I, they must have heard me bash them so bad because the Indianapolis Colts offense had like I'll give them credit they've definitely been balling. Um, the Jonathan Taylor is finally starting to become the premier back that um, he was supposed to be. And one thing about for the Steelers, Juju Smith Schuster finally looked like Juju Smith Schuster from last year. Nine catches, ninety six yards, and. One touchdown. Thankfully, he decided to do the uh, Corvette dance after they won. So I think he should start doing that more after they win. So um, you know, shout out to them. You know, clinching uh, playoff berth, twelve and three at right now. Um, I kind of feel like um, I feel like the Pittsburgh Steelers is going to be that good team in the playoffs that gets a like a a one round knockout. But um, that's just my opinion. What you guys say on this case? I'm disappointed in the Colts. I needed the Colts to finish the job, even though I had the side bet with you as far as the Steelers winning the division than they did. But I'm more disappointed in the Colts. I mean, the Colts had the chance to lock up the playoff spot as well. And now they got to fight 
towards the end of the season. I mean, it makes it good for entertaining football. So if you're a fan or anybody on Sports Talk Daily, this is good for us because it makes the NFL more interesting and people can come listen to us talk about the uh, sport of football. But, you know, if you're in Pittsburgh, wave your, wave your terrible towel, man, because y'all, y'all AFC North champs. I'm the only one that believed in y'all because Tom believed in the team down down north of y'all since uh, Cleveland Browns. But like you said, I, I, I can definitely see Pittsburgh losing in, in the early round, maybe the wild card, maybe the divisional round. I just don't think that defense, they have enough people on defense that's healthy to win a, to win a couple of playoff games or even trying to make it to the Super Bowl. And then Big Ben kind of looks like he has got shot in the arm. His arm doesn't have that same firepower that we once saw in the beginning of the season. Um, I'm proud of Juju for not dancing on nobody logos this, this, this Sunday, man. Um, doing that after the game and doing the TikTok, TikTok stuff after the game, man. Just, just focus on football for that 60 minutes and then do whatever you want to do after the game, especially if you all win. But like you said, I could definitely see Pittsburgh getting out the first round or maybe the divisional round. Yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh, you guys better – the y'all record, you know, I don't usually, I don't usually curse on here, but <laughs> y'all, y'all record don't mean shit right now. I mean, y'all, y'all gotta prove us wrong. Like, I, I, I really feel like that. I mean, listen, they're seven and one at home, so if they can't, if they can get a game at home, then like they'll probably do something. And um, next we have, uh, next we have the Chicago Bears, and the Jacksonville Jaguars, where the Chicago Bears literally destroyed. The Jacksonville Jaguars, and I, I I don't know if K. Sign gave the Chicago Bears the Messiah touch, or the their K. Sign. You must have knew the prophecy of Mitchell Trubisky because he's been playing lights out lately. Two uh, two hundred and sixty five yards, two touchdowns, and David Montgomery with ninety five yards. In the touchdown, uh, all right, Casey, I'm gonna let you talk about these bears because you're the one who had faith in them and look at them. Man, to be honest, the the bears have really been iffy. It's like I have faith in them because uh, if you could get decent quarterback play out of Trubisky, they have a chance to be a dangerous team in the NFC. I mean, it's dangerous for Chicago too because they're actually playing with fire as far as the organizational standpoint. Because we all know who Trubisky is. Like this is just the front, like. Trubisky looks good now, but we know next year around this time he's going to be horrible. So the dangerous part about this is what do you do with Trubisky because you didn't pick up his fifth-year fifth option. So do you give him the franchise tag, which is going to be worth 24-point-something million dollars on a one-year deal, or do you try to work out something like Jacksonville did with uh, Blake Bortles the year they went to the AFC title game? Um, you're just playing with fire. And then do you bring back Mac Nagy, like – it's like you know what you need to do with this team, but it's a little it's a little run. They count this is kind of reminding me of the Giants both times they went into the Super Bowl, like started off bad and you know, made it hot to possibly win the Super Bowl. Do I think the Chicago Bears can win the Super Bowl? Hell no. I do think they have a talented enough defense to challenge some teams in the NFC side. So they're a dangerous team as far as it, but I I could definitely see them losing in the first round if the pressure is too big for Trubisky. I don't know if he's been in the playoffs yet. So if anybody's listening, let me know if, if the Bears and Trubisky have been to the playoffs. Um, I, yeah, I just I just think if they go to the playoffs and this is his first time, the likes is gonna be too. Oh, good my fault. I'm probably I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, uh, uh but the uh, the Bears and Mitchell Trubisky definitely have 
been to the playoffs before. If you got, if you don't remember, it was the double doink that helped the Eagles get on to the uh, the playoffs to play the Saints. I don't know if you remember that, because you know. Okay, yeah. Saying. So they they did they've been to okay. So they've definitely been to the playoffs before. So yeah, I don't know. You, with your biscuit, you don't know what you're gonna get. But like I said, the couple last weeks he's been on fire. So maybe they've been listening to my show, and, and you know. I've been praying for them, man. I've been praying for Trubisky's health and his knowledge to open up because I, I think he's a good quarterback. I watched him play a little bit in college. I think he can play. He's kind of what I thought Dwayne Haskins would be because he kind of had the similar pass in the draft, like one-year starter, took it extremely well, put up godly numbers. But one quarterback is doing his thing, and then one quarterback is looking for a second team right now. So in Chicago, we trust, man. That's a crazy division, but – like like I said, I don't know if they're gonna be up to the task on wild card weekend because they're not gonna be, they're not gonna get a buy. So, <laughs> all right. So uh, moving on to the next game, we have the New York Giants versus the Baltimore Ravens, and I honestly think that the Baltimore Ravens literally rolled over on the Giants. And I mean, like, listen, guys, I'm about to tell you guys this. This might be the first time I've ever seen. Possibly a six and ten team make the playoffs. So I mean, Kason, your your Giants have a chance to make the playoffs. Uh, how do you feel about that, man? I feel good just off the base. Like I know this is not a really good football team as far as the offensive side, but you know playoff experience is always good. Like we just got them saying with Mitchell Trubisky. Like anytime you get a chance to play in the playoffs, man, you get a chance with guys like Evan Ingram. Really, Shepard, uh, Slayton, yeah, Daniel Jones, if the opportunity presents itself to get some playoff experience. Playoff experience is always good. Um, but as far as this Baltimore Giants game, man, I watched that game. It's just like I knew the Giants were gonna weren't going to win this game. Baltimore just looked like they like you ever played Madden? It just looked like they was just pressing triangle nonstop. Like every time I t- looked up, they were scoring. Like either Lamar was running, uh, J.K. Dobbins was running. Marquise Brown was running all over the field. Dez caught a touchdown. It's just Baltimore was really, really good, and they just really, really fast. I love Greg Roman, man. I think Greg Roman deserves a coaching job somewhere in the NFL. Uh, maybe the Jets. If I'm the Jets, I, I, as soon as the season's over, I go interview Greg Roman. That offense is innovative. But then, of course, you do have Lamar Jackson. But, um, yo, man, Baltimore is for real. I kind of like this Baltimore version than last year's Baltimore version because they came in too cocky. This Baltimore team is hungry. They this they've been they've been playing playoff games since week fourteen. I mean, they haven't played playoff teams, but they've been had that playoff mentality where like every game is important. So watch out for Baltimore, man. I don't want to play Baltimore if I'm on the AFC side. Very very dangerous team that could be very very fast. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with uh, I agree with K on this one. Um, I feel like after that Browns game, that it just lit a fire in uh, Baltimore, and I just feel like. Um, they, I, I really feel like they are the Tennessee Titans from last year. You know what I mean? Like, they, they like, you know, last year the Tennessee Titans got a, a fire lit in them, and they rolled to the AFC Championship game, you know what I'm saying, coming up short. So, just just look out for – and one thing I, I really like about this Baltimore Ravens team, like, they, um, they actually – their running game is really good. You know, J.K., Gus, and uh, – Oh my God, uh-huh. Ingram! I forget that. Yeah, thank you. I can't believe I forgot his name. And Mark Ingram, um, and plus, you know what I'm saying my the man LJ. So like, like that that run game 
is pretty dangerous. And one thing I really like about this team is they don't give up. I, I mean, like, they it just proved that they don't give up. So look for uh, Baltimore to definitely make a deep run in the playoffs. So moving on, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Houston Texans. For listen, before we even get to this game, I I feel so, I feel so sorry for Deshaun Watson. This man gives this organization everything he got, and I just feel like those guys are just, like that offense and just watching him run around. It's almost like they're fans, and they're like they're just they're so distracted to him doing all the work that they're not even they're not even helping out. And I, I and listen, shout out to the you know Baltimore. Shout out to I say Baltimore. Shout out to the. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, you know what I'm saying? Listen, you guys lost your guys' quarterback, but you guys are playing you guys' asses off, and it's proven. I wish you guys would play like that earlier, you know what I mean? But I feel like, you know, sometimes when teams, you know, start playing good late, it usually rubs off. I mean, it usually rubs on during the beginning of the next season. So maybe, you know, once they get Joe Burrow back, look for them to, you know, probably start out probably four or five and oh and then we'll see from there. Okay. Yeah, like you said, um as far as the Houston Texans, man, it's sad what they're doing to uh future Hall of Famer Deshaun Deshaun Watson, man. Um it's not gonna get any any better soon, man. Bill O'Brien left that team. You you ever play franchise mode in, in Madden and it's like you, you got the online community with you and then you got somebody <laughs> that doesn't know how to play the game and they ruin that team. And then they try to recruit somebody to put on the team, and then you look in the roster and say you had the Ravens, for example, and Lamar is traded to like the Giants. Marquise Brown is going to to Houston, and you're looking at this roster like, yo, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? That's kind of what Houston's in now. They don't have no draft picks. Like, think about it. Miami has a chance to get a top five draft pick, and that's because they got they traded that pick to Houston. Um, it's crazy, man. That that organization is crazy. If I'm Deshaun Watson, I, I ask for a trade because there's nothing. There's nothing that can be done like in the immediate future. Like, what? What is? Unless you can make some trades to get some receivers or fix the offensive line. JJ Watson is best, best too. At the end of the post game, it's like there's a couple guys on that roster that really try work hard, come every day and do their job. Because you got to think about it. At the end of the day, it is football. It is a child's game. But it's still a job. Like you're getting paid handsomely to play a game. Like the, the mm-hmm. least you could do is take it seriously, come in, do your job. And I just feel like Deshaun and JJ are the only really people taking it. Of course, they have an opportunity to play spoiler this weekend. Um, I don't know if they can do it because, like you said, I don't know if the guys are really thinking about playing football now. Because once you start losing a certain amount of games, like you start t- touching double digit losses your mindset already goes to, like, yo, what am I doing for vacation? Especially with the COVID and the situation now and the time being what it is now, it's just, like, people people's mindset is already gone. I think the Texans have been packed up the regular season probably since October. Like, I think I think they were done playing football since October once they knew they were eliminated from the postseason. But, I mean, Cincinnati, though, man, Ryan Philly, man, he played a hell of a game. Ryan Philly, Ryan Philly looking like he's trying to take Joe Burrow's spot. When he come back, but Cincinnati doing their thing, man. But I really feel like some of these teams are winning games that they not really had no business winning because it's like right at this point, if I'm trying to drop the draft in the top ten, I'm trying to secure a higher pick because there's some really good players like you got Ch- Chandler Parsons, 
You got your boy from Ohio State. You got a lot of receivers. This is a really receiver deep draft. Like you got people that can make plays in this draft. So I'm looking at where can I fit to get the best available player come April. So I just don't feel like certain teams should be winning games. Unless you're about like six and ten or five and something, then yeah. But if you're a three, four win team, there's no point in trying to win these games. Um, you know, I like I said, man, when it comes to the NFL, it's all about pride. So, and listen, you're, they're paying to to win. Like, you know what I mean? So, it's like, like for example, you know what I mean? It's it's different. You know, like, it's different from college. You know what I'm saying? College, like, college is like pride. You know what I'm saying? If you have a bad record, you're just playing for pride and to show that you're still in the, you know, NFL, they're paying you to win the game. You know what I'm saying? They're not paying you to lose. So, I mean, listen, if somebody paying me thousands of dollars to win the game, I'm going to go out there. I don't care if we owe a hundred. I'm going to go out there and try to get my first one of the season because they pay, that's what they paid me for. You know what I mean? So yeah. I understand gotta, that, but from an organizational standpoint, you got to understand, too, like the only way your team is going to get better, especially in the Houston standpoint where they don't have draft picks is losing games. I mean, in Houston standpoint, it, it makes no sense for them to lose games because they don't even have a lot of draft picks. Like Bill O'Brien, come on, you can't consider why are you trading – First round draft picks. Why are you getting rid of Hopkins? Like a lot of stuff doesn't make sense. Well, listen, I, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. So you gotta remember, uh, sometimes all a lot a lot a lot of times draft picks don't always help. For example, there's a lot of teams who turned around. Like for example, the Carolina Panthers, that 2015 team. Like a lot of them were on that team. A bunch of them were on that team last year, and they just turned it around. Went 15 to one. Same players, just different mentality. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, I think they got what, one rookie, Debo Samuel. The rest, everybody was on that team. Oh, and uh, probably um, Nick Bosa. Two people. Now, listen, yeah, they made an impact, but listen, two people. The rest of those, the rest of those players, already on there. Just, it's just a different mental. You like, you gotta, you have to erase what happened last year. You, you'd be surprised how players can play different when. When they're confident, you know what I'm saying. When they actually train hard, so I mean, you got just you know be on the lookout for some of those four, four and five and ten teams that actually have a turnaround next year. But um, moving on, we have the Denver Broncos versus this, um, I guess the Los Angeles Chargers. Did I say it right? Mm-hmm. No, not yeah, LA Chargers. Yeah. Okay, I'm so used to saying San Diego. But um, <laughs> so we have the Chargers for a win. Uh, Justin Herbert set the uh, NFL rookie record for most touchdowns in a season. Uh, you know, I know, Kay, that's your that's your dog. I know you. I know you've been loving how you've been playing this season and stuff like that. So, what you have to say about that? Man, I was actually rooting for Drew Lock though. Like they both my guys, but you know I love Drew Lock and I, and I love Justin Herbert. I was actually rooting for Denver parlay reason strictly, um, but. I got. I keep telling people, man. Justin Herbert is the truth. I wish he would have came out the year the Giants were supposed to draft him with the number two pick. But I think they had the top five pick. But he he decided to go back to school. But man, Justin Herbert got everything you need in the quarterback: mobility, stronger. He's like a white version of Cam Newton. Cam Newton's a little bit better when it comes to mobility, and I think Justin has better accuracy than than Cam. But they have similar play. Like I feel like. If they would have treated Cam how they treated Justin, Cam would have had a longer career. But overall, I mean, that's not a game that I really paid attention to 
overall Chargers won. Denver made it competitive. Um, I like their field goal kicker. He's from Temple. I can't think of his name right now. But it was just a – it felt to me like watching a little bit of highlight that I saw was a field goal game. wasn't really nothing decided except for Justin uh, Herbert getting that rookie touchdown record. Shout out to him. He passed Baker, Peyton, and Russell. But, you know, they did their thing. This, this, this was an interesting game to me. Betting-wise, I had Denver, and they, they, they did me dirty. Um, I'm gonna just keep this one short before we listen to these requests. Uh, I, you know, I like Drew Locke. I just, I kind of feel like, um, he has the pieces to put it together. I just feel like now he has to put it together. You know what I mean? Because uh, I, I just, you know, he's a good quarterback. The, the, listen, the boy, the homeboy, he can throw the ball. You know what I'm saying? He can move the ball down the field. I just kind of feel like, um, they that now. You have your pieces. You have your receivers. You have your running backs. Uh, you just you gotta get a, a little bit uh, a defense. You have to get that defense back to where it was. You know, a healthy Von Miller and Chubb. So like, it, it's not it, it's really not like um, hey Drew Lock, you gotta step up. Thing. It's more like a hey or like the entire organization has to step up. Like you know what I mean? And um, for for the Chargers, the future is bright. You know what I'm saying? Uh, clearly, um. Justin, he is basically he is basically he's fitted the Philip Rivers shoes pretty well so far. So look out for him to you know make a huge impact. But um before we move on to these next few games, let's listen in. Good evening. Um good afternoon. How's it going, fellas? Um I don't know if you guys already mentioned or said who the winner was, but the last time I was on, you guys had a little uh, like side bet on a college game. I think it was Coastal Coast or something. Don't come at me. I don't know. And Liberty. So who ended up winning that? Just curious. Oh, my God. Let's Go talk about this game. My Liberty <laughs> plays. We, this is what y'all got to know about Tom when it comes to these side bets, yo. When Tom loses, he be trying to be quiet. He, he, he that kid that you know when he owe you lunch, buddy. He be trying to hide in the corner so you can't find him. But you know, Liberty did their thing. Like I said, it was a, said, it Liberty, was it was a really good game. It was, a, really it was game. a very good game. It came down to the wire. I think it, I think they went to overtime. So, but yeah, Liberty did. actually, yeah, yeah. So the Liberty ended up. I think this. I think that Liberty won by like I think three or four. So they end up, you know, uh, breaking the undefeated season of Coastal Carolina. Uh, I did lose the bet, so Kaysan will get his his food soon. So, I, you know what I mean? In the man of my word. All right. So, um, let's listen on to the next one. Man, the Colts pissed me off, man. Straight <laughs> up and down. <laughs> I, listen, yeah, Rico, I, I can honestly agree on that because I was root because I wanted the Browns to win the AFC North so bad and – Mind you, the Colts were actually winning, and uh, that—that's really all I can say. I'm just—I'm kind of heartbroken off that game. But hey, listen, we're moving on, all right? So moving on to the Carolina Panthers versus the Washington Football Team, where the Carolina Panthers beat um, beat the Washington Football Team uh, twenty to thirteen. Now, the sad part about this, you know, coming from me, a true Ohio State Buckeyes fan, they let go of Dwayne Haskins. Um, for number one, listen, Dwayne Haskins, he, he just—he's still a kid, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't think he's mature yet. I feel like the organization should have saw, should have seen that, 
and just didn't start him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just let him get better and develop. Instead, they just – I feel like teams like that, they they throw people that have potential out in the, in the wilderness and see if they can do something. And, like, you know, the strip clubs and the bring the strippers over and stuff like that. Like, I mean, listen, I'm from Philly. Like, it's nothing wrong with that. But, like, listen, you're a professional football player. Like, dude, you you have the off season for that. You feel me? And you're still young. And you're still young. And I feel like he's one of those – listen, he let he let last year get over his head and it backfired and bit him in the butt. So, I mean, listen, he threw – he had three turnovers that cost him the game. You know what I mean? So uh, – and, listen, shout out to – also, to shout out to Teddy Bridgewater, I know a lot of people have been coming for him saying that Teddy Bridgewater really wouldn't throw the ball like that, and he has been slinging the ball. You know what I'm saying? Well, listen, he had a hundred, he had 197 yards in the touchdown, but hey, so what? You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? Another Ohio State Buckeye. You know what I'm saying? Curtis Samuel, guys, if y'all don't you know, Curtis Samuel has scored the game winning touchdown against the game, of course. You know what I'm saying? But that's for another story. But uh, you know, going back, I gotta keep, I gotta calm the hype down, you know what I'm saying? Curtis Samuel had five catches, 100, I mean, five catches for 106 yards, you know what I'm saying? Help help give him the win. But listen, I, I still think Washington, you know, I, I really feel like Alex Smith was a good fit for, for Washington. I still feel like that defense is a, is a dog. I feel like Chase Young is a sweat, you know what I'm saying? They're going to, um, they're going to be terrorizing quarterbacks for a long time in Washington, so look out for that, uh, K-Sun. Man, just to speak on the Dwayne Haskins situation, Bob, man. Um, yeah, he's very immature. I, I kind of saw that, but it's 50-50 with me. I feel like the organization never really – I feel like Daniel Snyder wanted him. And this is the problem with teams that let they let their GMs do, you know, drafting and stuff. They don't really let the coaches take care of their business. Um, but – as far as that, I think the coach is John Jay Gruden, not John Jay, his younger brother, was the mm-hmm. coach at the time, and they didn't want Haskins. They made that very clear. Um, I remember people was bashing the Giants, including myself, because I kind of wanted Dwayne Haskins to be a Giant. Um, and then we picked up we picked up Daniel Jones, and people were bashing us in the media like, "Oh, you don't skip uh, Dwayne Haskins, who you know arm uh, very accurate, can stay in the pocket, but." I guess the Giants saw what a lot of other teams saw is the maturity with, with being such a young quarterback, a black quarterback at, at that as well, being just, a, you know, pressured to fill that that role of being a black quarterback. Because now you got Lamar, Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, guys that are really doing it. So I just felt like it was too much pressure for him. And then he also was from that area too. Like I think he grew up in Maryland and went to DeMatha. I'm, I don't quote me on that, but I think he went to DeMatha High School. And he wanted to go to Maryland, but ended up going to Ohio State. I feel like that pressure was too much of him. As far as the play on the field, Dwayne Haskins has looked horrible, man. I don't know if it's because the game is too fast for him or he wasn't just ready. And Robert Rivera just threw him in the fire at this point just to release him the next week. I just feel like it's an unfortunate situation. I do feel like he will be better in a different scenario. Maybe a L.A. Chargers to be a backup to Justin Herbert. I feel like that would be a great – he just has to get out somewhere where it's not popular, maybe even a Tampa Bay, uh, maybe even a Jacksonville where it's like, you know, the scenery isn't going to be too much for him because that's a big part uh, growing up being a young black man. But as far as to the game, man, 
Mr. Motivations, if you in the building, man, shout out to you. Your Carolina Panthers did what I needed them to do. They definitely came through and beat Washington and gave my Giants and Dan Ross, Dan Ross Cowboys an opportunity to, to get a postseason berth. Uh, we get to play meaningful football. Um, as a Giants fan, I haven't said that in years. Meaningful football in December. That's great. That's a great feeling. But, yeah, like you said, shout out to Teddy Bridgewater, man. A lot of people wrote this man off. Like, as soon as he got hurt, I remember watching that playoff game. He got hurt. People were saying, like, oh, Teddy Bridgewater is done. I remember watching them. Uh, it was a Louisville versus Rutgers game, and I was at that game. It was at Rutgers. I was at that game. I was like, yo, this man is the truth. I mean, it's obviously his play isn't the same, but he's definitely changing that culture down in Carolina. Like we said uh, a couple shows ago, if you get some more pieces, Carolina could definitely be a dangerous team in the future. But shout out Mr. Motivation the Carolina Panthers did it. We playing meaningful football towards the end of December. All right, congratulations to the Carolina Panthers. Um, so before we move on to these next, the last few games, let's listen to uh, we have one more quest. Yo, in case we trust Godwin was good, bruh. Sports on stereo. Hit that hashtag. You already know. Have a good show, guys. AFC Roundtable is at 7.30. And then you also got um Real Sports Talk at 7.30 as well. Let's do our thing. Sports on stereo. Sports on stereo. Hit that hashtag. We're trying to get to 100. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Sports on Stereo, guys. Um, it's really great to be in uh, this family. I see my man Jeff is pumped up, pumped up over there. So, guys, listen. Please listen to these uh, other podcasts. These guys are great. These guys know what they're talking about. And it's very, it's very good to listen in. You know what I'm saying? Sports education. You know what I'm saying? So um, listen to these guys, man. Uh, I try to, when I'm not busy, when I'm not training and stuff like that, I try to sneak in uh, to uh, to listen to those guys. But I definitely know that these guys, again, know what they're talking about. They're really great people. They're really they're really great to listen to. And I promise you, you guys are going to be hooked. Okay. So listen, like you said, get like like you said, click on that sports on stereo hashtag. You know what I'm saying. Shout out to again to my man Dan Obi Wan Kenobi, <laughs> you know what I'm saying for uh, making it happen. Um, Shout okay, out to so, Jeff Green for, for stepping in that one time that, that last show. Oh man. yes, yo Cold. Jeff, yo appreciate it for being a guest, man. Thank you, man. We really appreciate you to be a guest on Phase One. Um, so I was gonna move on, but let's uh, we have two more requests, so let's get these two requests up the way. What's up, Jeff Green? I'm be listening. Peace. Hey, fellas, I got a quick question. Where y'all think Cam going to end up? You think he's going to stay in New England? But I but I believe any team he go to, he's going to be a backup. He might not want to be a backup because he probably still think he's a starter, just like when Carmelo didn't want to come off the bench. But sometimes you got to you know, do what you got to do because I don't think he's a starter in the NFL anymore. He still can run, but his arm, he can't throw anymore. He still can run, but his arm is like – this is toast, I think. I think he's a clipboard guy. Well, I, you know, I grew up watching um, Cam Newton and Arbor, and I, I, I don't know. I, I, this is my thing. I, I feel like no, none of the quarterbacks in New in, uh, New England right now are better than Cam. 
right now. I, I feel like what you're gonna have to do is you just. I feel like that organization that those those offensive coordinators are gonna have to adjust to to Cam's liking, like plays, like you know what I mean, plays that Cam was most effective on, like you know what what uh I can't believe I forgot the name. Uh, what personnel? Yeah, what personnel uh, has to be out there on certain plays to um to, you know to make Cam be comfortable out there, you know what I mean? Now, I, I feel like uh, I feel like Cam will be better in the play-action type system, you know what I'm saying, or a shotgun, you know what I'm saying, or a running-gun type system, you know what I mean? I, I still think a lot of people a lot of people say he's a backup quarterback now and stuff like that, but, like, listen, people thought Peyton Manning was over when he broke his neck and he went to Denver and he won the Super Bowl, so I, I'm not giving up on Cam Newton at all. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like this was his first year. He came in late, so um, he's still learning the system. Like, people have to remember, uh, NFL playbook is just not um, is not a normal book, okay? An NFL playbook is like the size of a pizza box, probably two large pizza boxes. So I guarantee you by the summertime, he's already going to know the system. Like, you got to remember that, like, he's learning the system. By the end of the season, he's going to know the playbook already. He's going to know the plays. He's going to know who – who he wants to throw to. I guarantee you, if he stays on New England, uh, New England is going to be back, you know what I'm saying, running the show. Yeah, just to piggyback with what he said, like, Tom knows uh, we got a friend named Tim. He he tried out for the Eagles. Uh, he was just telling me learning that playbook is not as easy as people think it is, man. It's like a phone book. And you got to know every route, be precise on every route. And if you don't know, they send you home. And Cam, Cam has a little bit more. Like, he's been in the league. He's a veteran. Had a cup of coffee, so like Tom said, it's kind of hard to just come into a system, no training camp, no preseason game, and just expect Cam to be great. I mean, I do think Cam does get another shot in New England. Um, if not New England, I think somewhere else. I think Cam still has. He just he just needs to take more time, like as far as learning the playbook. It just was this wasn't the proper year to just throw Cam into a system like hey, and then we got to also remember. Patriots also had a lot of COVID dropouts. Like, a lot of people did not play this year for um, the Panthers. I'm not I'm about to say the Panthers, the Patriots. So, we, we can't all just, you know, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. Bills win. Uh, shout out to Jeff Green. I know that's his team. Bills, Bills Mafia. But you got to remember, it just wasn't a great year for the Patriots. Tom left. Weapons left. They, they don't really have a true number one receiver. And we know Tom Brady is good at He could put anybody in the street and make them look like, they're Hall of Famers, so I agree with Tom on this one. I do, I do think they give him another shot. If it doesn't work, then I think Cam is out to lead that by twenty twenty two, or maybe halfway during the season of twenty twenty one. So, um, before we listen to this request, um, let's move on to the uh, the next. We're gonna move on to two games. Then we're gonna listen in on the request. Um, so I know Dan. Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, I know Dan. Um. Uh, that uh, that girl, girl. girl. You know, that girl. <laughs> yeah, we we you have to tell us your name one more time. I'm sorry, but that girl uh, does. Of, yeah, that girl does. I I think. Uh, let us know how you say it again. But, but um, yeah. So we have the Philadelphia Eagles seventeen. Uh, we have the Dallas Cowboys thirty-seven. Now listen, Dan. Listen, that girl. Listen. All right. I think it's uh. Listen. I'm from Philly, all right? Born and raised, all right? I look, listen, yes, I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. But listen, late, 
I'm always an Eagles fan at heart. So lay lay easy on it. All right. Lay lay easy on, on, on these birds. All right. You know what I'm saying? This you know what I'm saying? I don't know what y'all heard about people from Philly, but listen, we we defend ours. You know what I'm saying? We we not scared to admit when we lost. But um coming on this but coming on this game, uh listen, great game from Andy Dalton. Like Andy Dalton is looking like TCU first front first. TCU quarterback Andy Dalton. He's looking like when he's first got when he first got on the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Andy Dalton. You know what I'm saying three hundred and seventy seven yards and three touchdowns. Uh, I w- I wouldn't say I wouldn't say uh, he's over Dick Prescott, but I'm de- I definitely would say he's definitely kept a job in Dallas. You know what I mean? And I I, I honestly think. Um, Dallas might, you know, step into the playoffs. I know, okay, Sonny, you've been uh, wanting Washington, well, your Giants, or probably if Washington um, loses, they might get into the playoffs. But um, I honestly think that the Dallas Cowboys might roll into the playoffs. I mean, they're playing outstanding right now. I'm talking about um, Michael Gallup, uh, C.D. Lamb, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Amari uh, uh, Cooper. They're all going over 100 yards in their categories right now. So I feel like, you know, if they keep this rolling and that defense keeps playing well, then, yeah. And then we go into the Eagles part. Um, I feel like the Philadelphia Eagles have definitely found their, their uh, new franchise quarterback, and uh, Jalen Hurts. Listen, you know, he had a rough game. But here, um, I-, I saw this, and we have to talk about it. Deshaun Jackson, right, he scored an 81-yard, uh, 81-yard touchdown. Doug Patterson did not call a play for him the entire game after that and that just shows the Eagles season I don't know what's going on in that in, in that booth but if Deshaun Jackson scores an 81 yard touchdown keep feeding him the ball you never know that how that's how receivers get open for example if you feed Deshaun Jackson a ball and he goes over 100 yards they're going to buy okay we're going to put the safety over the top on Deshaun Jackson you know who that leaves open that leaves open Greg Ward and then they're like okay we're starting to throw to Greg Ward okay um let's Let's try to play uh, one-on-one coverage. When you play one-on-one coverage, who do you think you're going to throw to? Alshon Jeffrey. And then you got the other weapons. Then you have Miles Sanders running the ball. So, like, you, these guys, they have to they they have to let they have to let Jalen Hurts be himself. And I feel like this game, they weren't letting him be himself. I feel like um, – I, I kind of feel like there, it was Carson Wentz up there calling the plays. You know, you know what I mean? And it was showing the result. Mm-hmm. But I feel – I feel like if they if they let Jalen Hurts be himself and be the dog that he is in the last few games, the Eagles will be fine next year. But uh, Kay, what you gotta say about these Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia First Eagles? Of all, we would not we would not call them the Dallas Cowboys. Oh we would call God. them the Dallas Cowgirls because oh. it is Giants. <laughs> it is Giants versus Cowboys week. We don't talk about that team. But nah, I mean, Dan saw my uh my my Insta story yesterday. I gave my girlfriend it was her birthday a week ago. So I gave her Deshaun Jackson's black midnight midnight black uh, jersey. That's her favorite player. Um, so he was like, he had said something, but it was like, oh, I don't know how y'all could do it, how y'all could be together. And y'all got y'all division rivals, but it's all love though. She barely watched the game. She just loved Deshaun Jackson. Now she loves Jalen Hurts. So now I gotta find a Jalen Hurts jersey. So anybody that sells jerseys, hit me up on this because I need a Jalen Hurts jersey. But um, you know, as far as the game overall. Cowboys offensively look really good. They look really good. My problem mm-hmm. is going to be down the stretch defense because think about it. The Giants have a really, really good defense. 
and they missed Bradbury for the last two weeks. Do I remember Bradbury? If we look at the numbers, I think he's a top five corner right now. So they're going to try to put him either on um, – I wouldn't say Gallup. What's his name? CDC. They're going to try to either put him on CD Lamb or, or – uh, Amari Cooper. Cooper. Uh, or Amari. So it's going to just be shutting down. I think – and the Giants have a really good run D. I know everybody's going to be like, well, what happened to uh, Baltimore? You got to remember, Baltimore is a cheat code. Like I said, if you play Madden, it was like playing with the sliders up. Baltimore was way too fast. I, 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 for the Giants to make this game competitive, they're going to have to be able to just slow down the run and get pressure on Dawn, which I think they can do. But on the Eagles side, they definitely did find a quarterback, man. Um, Jalen Hurts, he did look a little human this week. But, you know, it, it was just play, it, Dallas wanted it more. And when it comes to, like, trying to get a – even though whoever comes out will be 6-10, and 10, the playoffs are the playoffs, man. That's a good thing to be a resume, like, oh, five-time playoff quarterback or yada, yada, yada. So, it, it was good just for Dallas to get the win. Um, they're not going to get the win this Sunday. I wish they the NFL would have flexed this game. They should have had two Sunday night games simultaneously, the Eagles-Washington game and then the Giants-Cowboys game. They should have put one of these, both of these games at 820 on two different stations so we could flip and watch it. I don't like the fact that – Whoever wins this game have to wait until like eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock at night to see if their team makes it to the playoffs. But Dan, I know he calls you Obi No. What you call him? Obi Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh man, you don't watch Star Wars, man. Come on. Nah, I ain't no I ain't no Star Wars guy, man. I don't know how y'all get into that. But you know, Dan, we beefing this week. I said we definitely got to do a show together for sure. Um, but Cowboys did they thing. Eagles are looking towards the draft. Um, but the, I, you know, what's crazy though, bro. I was looking at Deshaun Jackson's prop number for a touchdown. It was plus 600. I kept – I talked myself out of it. I was like, man, Deshaun ain't playing weeks. There's no way he's going to score a touchdown. And then I look at the game, all I see Deshaun Jackson touchdown. So, that six, I could have won $600 off a $100 bet. I, I, I couldn't sleep that night. But shout-out to Deshaun Jackson, man. Uh, hopefully he gets another chance in Philly to end his career. Um, I'm not saying go Dallas, but they did their thing. Um, yeah, that's it. All right, so um, I did say we're gonna move on to the last three games, but we have five requests, so let's listen. In. But when Peyton went to Denver and they won Super Bowl, it wasn't because of Peyton, they had Denver had that defense. So, unless unless Cam goes someplace like that, only reason it wasn't because of Peyton when Denver, you know, Denver had a hell of a defense at that time. Um, yeah, I'm going to keep this very short because we have four more requests. So, okay, uh, let's just keep these um, answers real short. Um, yeah, Denver did have a defense, but that's why I – but I but you see how their organization all came together. That's what I'm saying. Like, they just need to – Denver just needs to come together as an organization to be to like, to like to be good. They have the pieces. They just have to start winning. Um, okay, do you have an opinion on this one or no? All right, looks like Kay doesn't have his opinion, so let's keep moving on. Yo, Sports on Stereo family, man. I know y'all in here talking about good teams, teams that's winning and shit. But, yo, peace to the planet of all wise creations. It's Ryan Blackwolf reporting live from the crib right now. I got to ask y'all, therapy session, man. Give me some hope for the Lions, bro. Like, what the, can the Lions <laughs> do to, like, actually be successful in these streets, man? Like I said, I know y'all talking about winning teams, the teams going to the playoffs, and 
you know, teams is actually good. But come on, man, if the Bills can turn their franchise around. Can the Lions also turn their franchise around? Let me know, man. I need some help. I need some hope over here. Peace. Okay, I'm gonna answer that. To, I'm gonna answer that with you in one question. Okay, Matt Stanford. Okay, I, that is literally how the Bills franchise been the last couple of years. Okay, you saw the Tampa Bay game, right? The man, all he did was walk backwards and he messed his foot up and he was out for the game. So that just kind of gives you the hope right there. So I mean, better luck next year. But hey, uh, um, listen, your your name is wealth. So I mean, that's probably what they need right now. So um, let's keep moving on. It's that girl does. It's okay. People call me McGriddles or that McGriddles. Like, it's fine. Um, yeah, our Cowboys did it. I knew it was going to do it. Um, you know, I am living in Philly territory. I live about 40 minutes from Philadelphia, so I hear it all the time. It's never ending. And I'm just happy to say that, you know, the better team came out on top. Just saying. Come on, man. You can't be, you can't be doing that. You, 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 you can't be living near the Philly area repping the Cowboys. That's like ah I, I I don't know what to say. Like that's uh, I, I I don't that's like going to a, a uh that's like you beefing with a, a, a gang and you gotta walk across it. You gotta like you it's like you beefing with a, a street and you have to walk across that street to get to your crib. Like you just can't do that. Like, like what are you doing over here? Like, yeah, you know I mean, you ah, you know I'm saying you just I can't I can't ah, that, I can't even speak to you right now. You talking about you living there feeling you're a Cowboys fan? That's a disrespect. That's like ah, I don't even know. I can't speak to her anyway this week. She's a Cowboys fan, so yeah, I wasn't speaking to her this week. I appreciate you for listening to the show. We still can't speak though. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's keep listening Let's keep listening I need to see more of Jalen Hurts For me to buy in He what? looked pretty good The last two outings But I'm just not sold on Jalen Hurts right now I need to see more of him I need to see a body of work Before I can get my opinion, Real good opinion on how good he's gonna be But he looked okay And um Carlton Wentz which I call him Crowden. It ain't it. He's gone, so we shall see. Listen, let me yeah, tell I... you something, all right? Let me, let me, let me, I'm going to cut you off on that, okay? Listen, I'm from Philly, all right? That's, I'm from Philly. I'm not, listen, guys, I'm not talking about, I am not from the downtown Philadelphia. I'm from the hood. I am from the streets of Philadelphia. I still live in the hood, okay? Listen, if, if athletes like me that live in the hood, that are still playing football, believe in Jalen Hurts that he is he is for real okay you know what I mean he he is for real you know what I'm saying if people in, bar, in bars in Philadelphia are already wearing Jalen Hurts jerseys and talking about him he is for real okay he's he's the next he's the next great quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles believe it or not I'm saying now probably later on in the years we don't know but I, I he really gives me like he really his not his skill set, but his charisma gives me Donovan McNabb vibes, like a young Donovan McNabb. So, I, um, I'm already sold on him. I believe that um, he's going to play really well this last game of the season. He's going to come in the next year ready, knowing the playbook, and he's going he's going to he's going to keep the ball rolling. I keep trying to tell you guys, y'all, listen, the man. If if he wasn't if he if he wasn't 
already helping this organization out. Look at all the players that were like randomly injured coming back now. You had Alshon Jeffrey coming back out of the blue. You had Zach Ertz, who I even think was still in the Eagles, coming out the blue. And you had Deshaun Jackson all coming back to help this young man out. So, like, his presence is already in that organization already. All right. I just have to get out. So, let's uh, – Kay, did you want to say anything before we move on to these questions? No, nah, you pretty much hit everything on the coffin. Yeah, keep talking, right, Let's keep it moving. You guys are doing a hell of a job, but you just need to answer your comments a little quicker. Play the, play the people, you know, calling in. Not calling in, but you know what I mean. All right, we appreciate it, man. As always, as always, love, you know, people to give us advice, man. I really appreciate it. All right, so uh, moving on, man. Moving on. Hey, Black Wealth, I feel you, bro. I'm a Lion fan, too, bro. Are you from the D? We need to do a show together. Talk about... <laughs> That's crazy as hell. <laughs> No, that would be Let me cool, talk man. about. <laughs> Let me talk about the Lions though, because I kind of missed that point, man. I know they said what the Lions need. The Lions need Jesus to come down. They need Megatron to come out of retirement. The Lions just waste people. They need to get out of the NFL. Like shout out to y'all though, man, representing Detroit. Detroit kind of like Philly. Um, I've never been to Detroit yet, but I plan on visiting in the summer, man. But man, Detroit is really bad at football. They're, they're bad at basketball now too. They used to be really good. They're bad at basketball. Detroit just. I don't know, man. Detroit's turning into New York. Like, you remember how the, the New York used to be, like, the mecca of sports? It's yeah. holding on to a thin, 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 thin thread because all, all New York has left is just the Yankees. Um, Detroit has a bad baseball team, the Tigers. They had one good year winning the World Series. Um, the Lions have been a joke. Like, like we talked about this a couple of shows ago, my whole entire life. I've never known the Lions to be winners. Um. I feel like if you're really going to change the franchise like Buffalo did, uh, you're going to have to get a new GM. You already got rid of the coach. That's cool. Well, I mean, you got rid of the coach and GM. So you need to bring an offensive mind. You got to get rid of Stafford. He's getting older. Make him play for a contender. You have to draft smart. A lot of teams draft just off potential. Draft smart. Draft off, like, try to make some trades. Try to go get a Justin Fields. I know, um, Tom, that's your guy from Ohio State. But I definitely mm-hmm. feel like he can definitely play NFL football. He has a really big body, mobile, can move. That's somebody you can start doing some read options. Uh, get you a running back. Get you some receivers. Get you everything. Get you a new stadium. Man, Detroit's just bad at football. But, you know, if the Bills could turn it around, anybody could turn it around. Carol, you joking, man. Look, look, Mr. K and we trust. You're saying K we trust has spoken. All right, so we got two more requests. Um, So let's listen in and let's um, – Try to let's, uh, listen and finish up these games. All right. It really is like beefing with a gang, and I do it all the time because I'm literally, I'm, in, I'm like Trenton. I don't know if you're familiar. So I'm literally right next door, and I'm in PA all the time with my cowboy stuff and look at people like, yeah, what? Yeah, you messing. You think you ain't going to get Crips and Bloods out there. You messing around. All right, come on now. All right, we don't listen. You know, it's rivalry week. My man Kelly, he, he's silent right now. You know what I'm saying? He 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 got his shade. He got his LeBron shades on, with his headphones, and he's not speaking right now. So I'm speaking for him. Listen, we don't do that around here, okay? Saying take it back to you know, saying Al Capasso. You feel me? <laughs> All right. That's All true right. though. We both from Philly though. I, I live in the Philadelphia area. I mean, I was born in New York though, so it's a little different for me. I was born in New York. I still love the Eagles. I mean, you know, that's all I hear. Tom, my girl, everybody, all Eagles fans. But, you know, 
Like like Tom said, I'm on my my LeBron blackout mode. No social media, no nothing. I feel like I'm playing in the game. <laughs> All right. So moving on to the last request. Let's listen in. People was wearing Baker Mayfield um jerseys. I mean, I be- I'm sorry, not Baker Mayfield. Johnny Manziel jerseys. Where he at? He, and one time he oh, had like man. the number one Southern jersey. Because you got a jersey I on, I mean, you're gonna one. be the it. Just saying, bro. Oh, man, I gotta Just get, saying. I gotta get it. All right, I'm, oh, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say something. Ah, no, I hold on. All right, I just gotta say something real quick because because we we, we got. All right, all right, come on, bro. All right, come on. All right, so first of all, Johnny's my guy. Anybody who knows me knows I love Johnny Manziel. I got a Johnny Manziel hoodie. That was my guy, 2012. You know, really did his thing. But as far as Johnny, like the situation with Johnny, he came from money. He wasn't hungry. Like anybody that's in the African American community or minority can understand, like. When you hungry, you know, you work hard for a little bit things. He just ain't want it. He got the time to play football. He just ain't want it. But I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Johnny Manziel was a popular person when he was at Texas A&M. You know what I'm saying? First freshman that won the, the Heisman. You know what I'm saying? And, like, he, everybody loved him. Of course, you know what I'm saying? People are going to get his jerseys. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people even had his jerseys before he was even starting, so you got to kind of look at it that way. All right, so, um, okay, before we move on to this next question, we kind of get on our uh, track, so we, let's move on to these next games. So, um, the next game we have were the um, L.A. Rams versus the Seattle Seahawks, where the Seattle Seahawks actually came out the, the victor 20-9. Um, I feel like this game is kind of what a rivalry game is. Like, you're really not going to get – a lot of stats um, from, like, huge – like, big star players. Like, you know, I, I think um, uh, DK, he was under, I think, 70 yards. I think he only had, like, 50 or 40 or 50 yards. Um, uh, I, I feel like Russell Wilson played okay. You know what I mean? I mean, the run game did well. Cooper Cup is always going to, you know, show out. He has 66 yards receiving. But um, if you notice in games like these, it's like it's like a slugfest, and I and I feel like that's the you're saying it's their rivalries. I'm saying NFC West rivals, like you know what I mean. It's going to be like that. So um, I kind of feel like this is a this game was just kind of a a blah game, like you know what I'm saying. Just a rivalry game, slow, slow, hard hitting, round for round, and um, the Seahawks came out on top. Okay. Yeah, as far as, uh, you know, that game was just, like you said, it was a rivalry game. It was a very odd game. They didn't really get a lot of exciting plays. It was it just was like Seattle came. They knew if they won this game, they was going to take care of business and secure that division, and they did what they had to do. It was, it was just as simple as that. They just came out did that. Rams needed the game, didn't get it. Seattle was just a better team. Okay, thank you. So, um, moving on. All right, so we're going to do this last request, and we're going to move on to the last two games. Well, a girl talking about her being a Philly and a Dallas Cowboy fan, that's like living in Ann Arbor where Michigan play at and saying, you're Ohio State fan. Like, you don't do that talk now. Come on now. Talk to him. Yo, talk to him, Mr. Trey. Listen, listen. It's how you know how I feel about my Ohio State Buckeyes. I, listen. Go Penn State. I will probably, listen, <laughs> chill out. Listen, I will miss my own wedding. To watch Ohio State play, okay? Oh, yes, that hurt me. Yes, you heard me right. Me, bro. I will miss my own wedding to watch Ohio State play, okay? That's how Remind huge of a Ohio State Buckeyes fan I am, all right, y'all? I said Remind it here on phase one. 
Remind me to schedule my wedding and not in, during the football season. You know Sadie will kill you. Listen, Mercedes, no. Mercedes, listen, Mercedes, no. Like, I will miss out my child's birth for Ohio State, okay? Listen. Okay, you but we have, we have two, we have, oh, we have three requests. All right. Yeah. Um, let's, since we got, what you was going to say, uh, okay? I was going to say, let's get to these games real fast. You just do one game, I do the next game, then we do the request, and then we can just keep going from there. Okay, so, all right, so we'll, we'll do the request. We're going to do these games real quick. So, um, one of us, so we're gonna just respond to uh, the last two games, one of each. Okay, so I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do the, uh, this game. I'm gonna do the Tennessee Titans versus the Green Bay Packers. Listen, guys, for for you guys that don't know, right? Listen, um, when there's snow in green, when there's snow and it's in Green Bay, please do not bet against the Green Bay Packers. Like I, I, I think this this la- this all last week, everybody was saying, yeah, you know what, the Titans, man, like yo, the Titans. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna beat the Packers like this and that. In Green Bay, when it's snowing, are you guys serious? I, I you guys don't really understand that. Like when you're in Green Bay and it's snowing, it, it's almost as if like uh, it's almost as if the Packers turn into like if you if you ever guys see, ever seen Space Jam when um the little aliens touch the basketball of all the uh the basketball star skills and they end up growing into huge monsters. That's kind of what the snow does. To, and and Lambo, like you know what I mean, like it does things to to the Green Bay Packers, and clearly you saw it. You know what I'm saying, Aaron Rodgers, um, he was 21 for 25. You know what I'm saying, 231 yards and four touchdowns. You know what I'm saying, Devontae Adams, yo, 11 catches, 142 yards and three touchdowns. Can I listen? The rookie from Boston College, come on, D- AJ Dillon, the man had 124 yards and two touchdowns. Come on, yo, can I need I say more? I'm done. I'm not even going to talk about this game. Okay. Listen, you on Monday night, Kay. Go ahead. Monday night, we had the Buffalo Bills versus the New England Patriots. Jeff Green. Jeff Green. I know that's your squad. I know if you're listening, Buffalo Bills look for real, man. They look super, super, super legit. Josh Allen did his thing in this game, man. Uh, Stephon Diggs. That was a really, really, really good trade. I mean, I didn't understand that trade. When it happened, but I kind of understand it makes a lot of sense now. Josh Allen could get that that ball, and then your boy Cole Beasley. I know you want to do it, so go ahead. I'm gonna let you do it. Listen, Cole you Beasley. Cole Beasley day. <laughs> Listen, Cole Beasley. I honestly feel like you know Cole Beasley was the decoy. This game, it was all Stephon Diggs. You know what I'm saying that's a bad man right there, y'all. So um. Since since we are since we are done uh, all the games uh, this week, usually we go um, once once we answer these questions, what we do after every recap, we give out the uh, five game balls to whoever we think played uh, played the best. It could be anybody, O line man, special team, or whoever. You know what I'm saying from different games. But before we get into that, we're just going to uh, listen to these requests and um, answer them for you guys. They need to get rid of Jason Goff. He ain't it. That Super Bowl year was a fluke. He ain't it, bro. You need to go. Just saying. No, actually, I kind of agree with that. I think Jared Goff kind of needs to go. I feel like, you know, he's really not a productive quarterback. He's kind of wishy-washy for those uh, L.A. Rams. I feel like they need a quarterback that's going to be really consistent. Uh, what what you think on that, Kay? I agree. I, I don't feel like he needs to go. I, I think he needs to get a quarterback guru uh, like a Jordan Palmer. How they kind of changed up Josh Allen game. I feel like he, he could play well. I just think some, some stuff mechanically he needs to work on. Um, I wouldn't say it's a fluke that he got to the championship game, 
I would say it'd be more so like Peyton in that in the Denver team where the defense carried them. Um, I do think Jared Goff can play. I just think he needs help with his mechanics. Okie dokie. Well, there you have it. All right, let's go on to the Metro course. Uh, you know, um, the fact that I don't even come from the United States and I really don't watch NFL, I know nothing about NFL, and I'm finding this interesting, you know. <laughs> Shows you guys are doing a really great job, bro. You're doing a really great job. I'm finding it, you know, kind of interesting to me. <laughs> I'm, I've been listening to you. I, I, I think you, you, you talk about uh, basketball. Was in, I don't know, but I'm finding these kind of interesting. And I don't even know nothing about NFL. So you guys are really doing a great job. Hey, listen, man. Um, we appreciate it, man. Listen, that means a lot to us. Even, even it could be one person who says that, you know what I'm saying, and everybody else disagrees, that one person is important to us. So we really appreciate you, man. Um, so uh, moving on. Look, man, I can't help that I'm a Cowboys fan. I get it from everybody. I get it from the, from the Eagles fans. I get it from the Giants fans. I live in Trenton, New Jersey, like central Jersey. Like, where am I going to go? I, I'm not going to, like, hide my jerseys in shame. It is what it is. Listen, I'm trying to tell you, like a thousand miles left is like Al Paso, Texas. You know what I'm saying? Hit the road, Jack. That's what my mom would say, okay? Now anyway, moving on to the uh, moving on to the next request. What's up guys? Do y'all do a um a betting show? You know, I'm in I'm in Detroit. We got casinos and we got legal betting now. Sometimes I be needing some advice if I want to bet. So if y'all do like a just a show just based on that, you know, let me know and I and I can um you know chime in. You know, with the li- different lines and um shit like that. But, you know, let me know. Okay, so usually I think we have a show Saturday um, where we talk where we, where we talk about the bettings and the predictions and the um, player the player props for the NFL for uh, for each week. So um, we uh, usually we would, just, we would set up the show. So once me and – once after the show, me and, me and uh, Kay usually talk uh, about when the show is going to be set up and then we'll promote it. So um, – um, after the show, we'll give our social medias out so you guys can know when the show is and stuff like that. So, um, if there's not any more questions, we are going to do our five game balls for week 16. So, Kay, do you mind if I start? Yeah, go ahead. Do your thing. All right. So, number one, I'm going to go to the – of course, I'm going to go um, to the Buffalo Bills. I said, listen, that is a bad, bad man. I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin bad, Okay. Stefan Diggs, that's my first game ball. You know what I'm saying nine catches, 145 yards, and three touchdowns. He ripped the Patriots to shreds and look for him to have a big um debut in the AFC playoffs. Okay. Number two, listen, I'm gonna give a shout out. Listen, everybody talks about Derrick Henry, but nobody's talking about that rookie AJ Dillon for the Green Bay Packers. Um he is the he's been my second game ball. I've seen 21 carries, 124 yards, and two touchdowns in the snow. Yeah, that boy, he's going to be good. He's a dog. Uh, for – I am going to give my third game ball to uh, – I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to give my third game ball to uh, Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky. Um, shockingly, listen, he's proved me wrong um, these last three starts. Uh, this game, he had 263 yards and two touchdowns, so shout out to him. You know, closing in on hopeful, uh, hopeful playoff spot. So, uh, shout out to um, my man uh, Trubisky to get that third game ball. 
Um, I'm gonna give my fourth game ball to the New York to the New York Jets. You know what I'm saying? Listen, back to back wins. So I mean, listen, um, it's all when it comes to football, it's all about playing with pride, and I feel like that's what they're doing right now. They're playing with pride. So I'm gonna get it my my fourth game ball to the um New York Jets football team. Shout out to them. And number five, I am going to give my game ball to um, my man Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know what I'm saying? Listen, he came in in the fourth quarter and led the Dolphins uh, to a 10-5 and five record, you know what I'm saying, with a late field goal. So shout out to him. I feel like he deserves it. I feel like he doesn't get a lot of recognition for his nickname. But listen, that man is magical, as you can see. So those are my five game balls. Okay, what about you? My first game ball goes to Avin Kamara. Avion Downs, if you listen there, I know – you a avid Saints fan, so shout out to you and your Saints. My man has six touchdowns. For those of you who are living under a rock, he has six touchdowns. He needed one more to get the NFL record. So my first game ball goes to Kamara. My second game ball goes to the Washington Redskins. I know they lost, and everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy. Why are you giving a game ball to a team that lost? They did exactly what me and Dan needed them to do. They lost to the uh, that game ball definitely goes to the Washington Redskins. Another game ball goes to the Packers, man. And it's not even just like the Packers just doing their thing. It's just like I love snow games. I, I, you know, growing up in Philly, growing up in New York, I always wanted to play football. We got the chance to play football in the snow. So playing football in the snow and just watching it on Sunday night, it was a blessing to see. Man, shout out to that game. Um. Another game ball goes to the the Jets. As much as I, I said the Jets are stupid for winning those two games, they still won two games. A lot of people thought they were going to go 0-16, so I know a lot of people lost money on betting sites, but the Jets did their thing. So that's four for me. Um, number five has to go to the Dolphins. The Dolphins are doing their thing, man. I, if, if we look back at like the predictions as far as the NFL – a lot of people didn't give the Dolphins a chance to win this division or even come make a playoff berth, and they're just sitting at a 10-5 and five with a chance to go to the playoffs next week if they get the job done. So those are my game balls. All right. You guys heard it. You guys heard it first. It was K-Song game ball. Listen, K we, and K, we trust. You know what I'm saying? So, listen, he knows what he's talking about. So, um, guys, before we end the show, we always, you know, shout out to uh, Sports on Stereo. Listen, we're trying to get to 100 uh, subscribers. Uh, before December, listen, guys, make make our new year. I'm saying, make our new year. Uh, to get to 100, you know, what I'm saying, walking in to the other to the new year on a positive note. You know, what I'm saying, listen, um, joining this uh joining this uh community, um, I really appreciate it. You know, what I'm saying, it just shows how much people really care about sports and talking about sports. And um, you know, I didn't really have a lot of that growing up. You know, what I'm saying, because uh. It's just how I grew up, you know what I mean? So just shout out to uh, Sports on Stereo, man. I really appreciate you guys. Um, so before we give out our, our uh, social media information, we have one more request. So let's listen in. Shout out to you guys for a great show. It was good listening in. And, you know, no hard feelings, K, after we win this Sunday. But, yeah, I'll catch y'all around next time. K, you don't got to say nothing, K. Listen, it's, like you say, you on brown mode. You silent. Listen, K, all you got to say is, mm-hmm. You feel me? That's all you got to say. But uh, before we end the show, listen, guys, if you guys want to follow me on social media, um, all you guys have to do, literally, because people have done it and I follow back immediately, just type in my name. It's Tom Godwin. Just like 
that right there. People always mistake my name to be Tom Goodwin, thinking there is a silent O. There's no silent O. Just type in T-O-M-G-O-D-W-I-N. I promise you guys, I will follow back immediately, okay? Okay. Yeah, appreciate everybody listening, man. Shout out to everybody. Y'all the real MVP. Uh, like Tom said, uh, follow that hashtag, hashtag sports on stereo. Trying to get to 100, man. I feel like we can get to 200. We, we just got to get more people listening. Shout out to all the new listeners, too, man. I appreciate y'all. Definitely going to be checking out y'all new content. Um, you know, me and Tom always available. If y'all want to guest co-host or something like that, just hit us up on the DMs. Um, follow me at NK We Trust. That's NK underscore We Trust. Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I'm trying to get my Twitter followers up. So definitely look at me on, on Twitter. I, I got a lot of, like Tom said, a lot of people follow me on Instagram. Um, you know, I definitely talk heavy football on my Twitter as well. And if you want to follow me on Facebook, my name is K Sign Laventure. That's L A V E N T U R E. Um, you know, request me on Facebook. We can chat. We can talk about anything collabs. We're always down just to doing stuff. So appreciate y'all, man. The tag is up to 64. Somebody just told me that on Instagram. So keep doing y'all thing. Keep pressing that. We're going into the new year with 100. All right, guys. Appreciate you. Thank you for um, listening to phase one. This is where we talk about amateur sports on betting and sports on stereo. Okay. You guys have a great day.